to a new episode of Mr. Overgaard's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss STEM careers. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a scientist? Or maybe what it would be like to work with technology or computers? Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be an engineer, somebody who designs things and makes life better for people? Or perhaps even a mathematician? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to break it down by each STEM field and discuss three possible careers that you might be interested in yourself. So, hang in there and pay attention. Let's begin with science. One of the first careers that I think about when I think about science is chemistry. What would it take to become a chemist? Well, in general, a chemist will require you to achieve a bachelor's degree in chemistry or a related physical science field. If you're interested in a research position in the chemistry field, you're looking at a master's degree at minimum, while sometimes you may even need to obtain a PhD with two years of significant work experience. During your undergraduate studies, you will need to take classes such as analytical, organic and inorganic, and physical chemistry. Some important qualities of an aspiring chemist include analytical skills, communication skills, interpersonal skills, math skills, organizational skills, perseverance, and problem-solving skills. So, let's talk about money. The lowest paid chemist made about $48,000 last year, while the highest paid chemist made about $135,000 on average. The average income of a chemist was around $79,000. So what do chemists do in their job? As a chemist, it'll be your responsibility to carry out complex research projects. You may also be asked to help instruct other scientists on how to handle chemicals and what proper chemical testing procedures are. A chemist is also required to identify unknown substances through their properties. As a chemist, you may also find yourself writing reports and presenting your findings to other scientists, engineers, or other colleagues. Overall, in the chemistry field, it's expected to grow about 6% over the next 10 years. This is on pace for the average amount of growth in all occupations. It's expected to see about 8,200 openings for chemists each year. So take a shot. Maybe you'll become the next chemist that works on solving a global problem. STEM career that I like to focus on is a geoscientist. Just like the name sounds, like a geologist, it's someone who studies the earth. The level of education needed in order to become a geoscientist, at the very least, is a bachelor's degree in geoscience or related fields such as physical science or natural resources. Employers may sometimes require employees to have a master's degree. During your schooling, you will take courses such as mineralogy, petrology, 
and structural geology. You may also be required to take courses in computer science, mathematics, and even engineering. On the low end of the pay scale, you'll make about $49,000, and at the high end of the pay scale, the salaries are around $172,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. On average, the income is about $83,000. Some responsibilities that you might have if you become a geoscientist are you'll need to be able to communicate effectively with others, you'll be performing and presenting your research via papers or reports, and this also means that you'll need critical thinking skills to be a problem solver. As a geoscientist, you're also going to need outdoor skills. Your job may require you to hike to remote locations. Make sure that you are in shape physically to be able to make those hikes regularly. Other STEM fields that are integrated into geoscience include mathematics and engineering. In the next 10 years, geoscience positions are only expected to grow 5%. This includes a total of about 2,400 new positions each year in the field. Some careers that are related to this might include anthropology and archaeology, environmental engineering, hydrologists, natural science engineering, and even physicists and astronomers. If you're interested in becoming a geoscientist, dig in today. The third career that I want to talk about under science is a clinical lab tech. Now the level of education you need to become a clinical laboratory technologist is usually a bachelor's degree in medical technology or a related field. To become a clinical laboratory technician, you usually need at least an associate's degree in a field such as clinical laboratory science. On average, the income is about $57,000. On the low end of that, you'll see about $38,000, and the highest income is about $80,000. Out of all of the STEM fields that we're going to discuss, this is one of the lowest paid positions. Some responsibilities that you'll see if you become a clinical lab tech are things such as analyzing bodily fluids, looking for abnormalities in blood or urine. Um, you may analyze blood to count for the number of cells, to look for a blood type, and to tell if your blood is eligible for a transfusion. You'll be also logging data to report to doctors about patients' records. And the laboratory technician will also be running automated equipment and tools such as microscopes and cell counters. Some skills that you'll need in order to become a laboratory technician include the ability to use technology, dexterity, and physical stamina. Other STEM fields that are integrated into this include mathematics and technology. You'll be using math to help you record your data as well as technology to assist you in counting. Projected growth in the next 10 years is about 7% overall, and this includes nearly about 25,000 job openings per year. Though this is not the highest paying field in STEM, this is a great field to get into if you're looking to enter the STEM field and continue to grow your career in other areas. Some other areas that you might be interested in are biological technicians, veterinary technicians, chemical technicians, 
And again, this is not the highest paying job in STEM, but it's a great opportunity to enter the STEM field and it leaves you plenty of opportunities for growth. The next area of STEM that we're going to talk about is technology. The first job that I want to talk about in technology is becoming a programmer. Now what level of education is needed to become a programmer? If you want to gain a job as a computer programmer, you're looking to gain at least a bachelor's degree in computer and information technology. However, it's important to note that some employers will hire you if you have a different degree or if you have no degree at all, but display great knowledge and skill in specific programming languages. You'll want to experience writing code, testing programs, and fixing errors in others' work. As this is an ever-changing field, you may find yourself continually taking courses to learn more about the field. On average, the income is about $96,000. On the low end of that pay grade, a computer programmer may make about $47,000. But on the higher end of that pay grade, a computer programmer may make about $155,000. What a huge difference, which shows the possible growth in the field. Some of the duties that you will have on the job include, but are not limited to, writing programs in multiple languages such as C++ or Java. You may be asked to update existing programs or to write your own programs. You will also be asked to test and fix errors in programs that are already created. This includes things such as pushing updates to apps or operating systems on phones and other devices. The job of a programmer is heavily dependent both upon technology and mathematics. If you struggle with mathematics, it may not be the best field for you. You will also be in engineering, solving problems, and creating new programs that solve problems for others. Unfortunately, if you're looking to become a programmer, the jobs are expected to decline 10% over the next 10 years. Though the percentage may be declining, it's still expected that yearly, about 9,600 jobs will still be available. This should be an interesting field to track and see if the numbers are actually decreasing over the next 10 years. Some similar jobs to computer programmers include things like computer and information research scientists, computer hardware engineers, computer network engineers, information security analysts, and more. If you're interested in the field of programming but you're worried about the potential decline in the field, do not worry as you can apply your skills in many other occupations. Take a risk and see if you're interested in programming. You may change the world one day. Next, under technology, I'd like to talk about becoming a web developer. Good news for those of you who are looking to become a web developer. The amount of education required varies from a high school diploma to a bachelor's degree in computer science or programming. To become a web developer, you will need a great understanding of HTML programming. Employers may want you to have knowledge in other programming languages, such as JavaScripts and SQL. You will find yourself constantly learning new skills in this position, and you will never stop learning. The average income is about $81,000. Unfortunately, the low end of the pay grade for a web developer is around $38,000, but on the bright side, the upper end of the pay grade is about $168,000.
this shows you the importance of mastering your trade and working your way up in the industry. Some responsibilities. If you do decide to become a web developer, you may find yourself meeting with clients and management to discuss the needs of a website, creating and testing applications of a website such as menus or navigation interfaces, writing code for the websites using HTML or XML, or monitoring traffic on the website, creating prototypes of websites, or designing and developing graphics. Like with many of the other STEM fields, this job will require you to use a lot of mathematics and be able to engineer new solutions as well. Some great news for the field of web developers is growth opportunities. In the next 10 years, it's projected that the field will grow about 23%. This means that each year there will be about 21,800 openings. If you're interested in entering the field of technology, web development may be the field for you. Some similar jobs to a web developer include computer programmers, computer support specialists, computer system analysts, information security analysts, software developers, and more. This is a field that seems like it'll be growing for years to come, so take the opportunity to get involved today. The final career that I'd like to talk about under technology is information security. In order to become an information security analyst, it is suggested that you gain a bachelor's degree in a field such as computer and information technology or a similar field such as engineering or math. You may be able to find a position with only a high school diploma and industry training and experience. The average income is $102,000. As for pay, the lowest end of the field made about $61,000, and the highest end made more than $100,000 more than that at about $165,000. That's a great amount of money. Keep working hard in this field, and you could be there too. If you become an information security analyst, you'll be expected to be able to monitor an organization's networks for security breaches and investigate when one occurs. You will also need to protect sensitive information using things such as firewalls and data encryption programs. You will also recommend security enhancements to your advisors to help protect the data. A security analyst will also be required to help users when they need to install or learn about new security programs or procedures. As with the other professions that we talked about, this will integrate engineering and mathematics as well. As far as growth in this field, over the next 10 years, it's projected that the field will grow 35%. This means about 19,500 positions will be available yearly. If you're a problem solver and someone that's interested in preventing and solving problems, then this is a great field for you. Some similar positions may include computer network architects, computer programmers, software developers, and more. The third branch of STEM is engineering, and the first career that I want to talk about is a city planner. Typically, to become an urban or regional planner, you'll need to obtain a master's degree from an accredited organization. Your master's degree will have to be in urban or regional planning. 
My friend recently completed a master's program to become an urban planner himself. He said the work was challenging, but he feels that it has prepared him for his current position as an urban planner outside of New York City. On average, the income is about $78,000. Though this field requires you to gain a master's degree, the pay is not quite equitable. You begin around $49,000, and the high end of the field makes around $119,000 annually. As a regional or urban planner, you are tasked with many things. Some things that you'll be asked to do are meeting with officials, developers, and the public to discuss development plans and land use. You will also need to gather and analyze data from market research, censuses, and economic and environmental studies. As an intern, my friend reported that he was often collecting and analyzing important documents for his supervisors. As an urban planner, it's important that you're able to become a problem solver and use mathematics to plan and design new roadways, parks, or buildings for your community. The urban planner is often using all fields in STEM. Over the next 10 years, this field is only expected to grow about 4% and will only have about 3,800 positions open annually. This may be a very competitive market and your hard work and dedication to the profession may help you secure a position in the future. Some similar positions include cartographers, map makers, architects, civil engineers, landscape architects, political scientists, and more. This job requires a lot of skills, especially interpersonal skills, as you'll be working with your team, the public, and other important figures. So get out there. The second career I want to discuss in engineering is civil engineering. As a civil engineer, you'll be required to obtain a bachelor's degree in civil engineering or a similar field. You will also need to obtain a license to work in your state. The average income of a civil engineer is about $95,000. The lowest earners in the field make an annual average of about $60,000, while the highest earners make about $133,000. Job Responsibilities As a civil engineer, you will find yourself analyzing long-range plans, service reports, maps, and more data to design projects. You will also consider cost, government regulations, potential hazards, and other factors throughout the project. Test the soil to determine the adequacy and strength of foundations. You will manage the repair, the maintenance, and replace of public and private infrastructure. Sometimes you may even use design software to plan and design transportation systems, hydraulic systems, and structures within industry and government standards. This career as a civil engineer requires you to solve problems and design a safe future. Over the next 10 years, this field is expected to grow about 7%. This means that each year there will be about 24,200 positions open in the field. Some similar jobs to a civil engineer include architects, 
construction managers, environmental engineers, landscape architects, mechanical engineers, and surveyors. This is a job that requires attention to detail and a good work ethic. Stick with this job and you'll be rewarded with good pay and amazing benefits. The final career that I want to talk about under engineering is a biomedical engineer. If you're interested in becoming a biomedical engineer, it's important to begin your focus in high school by taking courses such as biology, chemistry, and physics. When you begin your undergraduate courses, you should be studying bioengineering, biomedical, or other engineering fields. To succeed in the field, you're going to need to be creative and a good communicator and problem solver. For a biomedical engineer, you can expect to make between $60,000 and $154,000. On average, the income is about $97,000. As a part of this job, you'll be doing many things. You'll do cool things such as designing artificial internal organs, designing prosthetics, or machines used to diagnose medical problems. You're responsible for designing, installing, and maintaining biomedical equipment. You will work with doctors and other medical staff to teach them the proper use of the equipment. You will find yourself working with scientists to research engineering principles to apply them to biomedical systems. There are many other things that you will find yourself doing as a biomedical engineer as well. Biomedical engineering is a field that requires mathematics, science, and technology combined with engineering. The use of all the fields of STEM are necessary for your success in this field. You're also responsible for keeping up with the newest technology in the biomedical field. In the next 10 years, this field is expected to grow about 10%. There are only about 1,200 positions available annually. There are not many available positions in this field, which means it'll be very competitive if you are trying to start a career in biomedical engineering. Some jobs that are related to biomedical engineering include chemical engineering, biochemists and biophysicists, architectural and engineering managers, medical scientists, physicians and surgeons. If you are interested in this field, I suggest you get in the game early, stay focused, and stick to your goals. The final branch of STEM is mathematics, and the first career that I want to talk about is a financial analyst. In order to become a financial analyst, it's expected that you would obtain your bachelor's degree at minimum though employers may prefer a candidate who has obtained their master's degree. As a financial analyst, you will need many skills, from analytical skills, communication and computer skills, to being detail-oriented and having many math skills. As a financial analyst, you may work in many places, but you can earn between $58,000 and $166,000, with an average income of $95,000. As a financial analyst, you will find yourself recommending investments to clients, evaluating current and historical financial data, studying economic and business trends, 
as well as assessing the strengths and management plans. You will also prepare written reports and meet with the company's officials to gain better insight into the company's prospects. To be successful in this field, you will need to, again, need to incorporate all the areas of STEM from science and technology to engineering and mathematics. This career will grow about 9% over the next 10 years. What this means is that there will be about 32,000 positions open on an annual basis. Some other positions related to this field include budget analysts, insurance underwriters, financial managers, personal financial advisors, and security, com securities, commodities, and financial service sales agents. The second career in mathematics that I want to talk about is a statistician. To become a mathematician or statistician, you need at least a bachelor's degree to do government work, but to work in the private sector, most places require at least a master's degree, but oftentimes they're looking for a doctoral degree in statistics or mathematics. It's recommended that you're interested in this field that you take as many math courses as possible during your high school career. The average income of a statistician is about $96,000. If you become a mathematician or a statistician, you can expect to make between $61,000 and $170,000. Some of your responsibilities will include deciding what data are needed to solve certain problems, applying mathematical theories to solve practical problems in businesses, engineering, and the sciences. You could design surveys, experiments, or opinion polls to collect data. You may even use statistical software to analyze data and creating visualizations to help make business decisions. Other fields that are integrated into this career include the sciences and technology. You may also be working with engineers on certain projects as well. Over the next 10 years, this field is expected to grow about 31%. Unfortunately, this means that each year there is still only about 4,100 jobs available. Some of the other professions related to mathematics and statisticians include actuaries, computer programmers, computer system analysts, economists, financial analysts, market research analysis, and operations research analysis. mathematics job that I'd like to talk about is an actuary and this is a final job that we're going to discuss today. To become an actuary you usually need at least a bachelor's degree in mathematics, actuarial science, statistics, or another related field. It's important that actuaries have a strong background in mathematics and statistics. The average income is $105,000. If you decide to become an actuary, you can expect to make between $63,000 and $206,000. This is the highest paying STEM career that we have discussed thus far. Some responsibilities include compiling and analyzing statistical data and other information, estimating the probability and likely economic cost of an event such as death, 
sickness, an accident, or a natural disaster. You may also design and test insurance policies, calculate cash reserves needed based on existing policies and liabilities in case of payouts or insurance claims. If I was not a teacher, I thought about becoming an actuary. I think this job is really interesting. This job requires the integration of technology and mathematics. It is heavily mathematics-based though. Over the next 10 years, this job is expected to grow 21%, which means there will only be 2,400 positions available annually in the United States. Other jobs related to actuaries include accountants, auditors, budget analysts, cost estimators, financial analysts, and insurance underwriters, and more. today's podcast, STEM careers are not going away. If anything, they will continue to grow and the need for highly skilled STEM workers will increase. If you're interested in science, technology, engineering, or mathematics, then I suggest that you begin researching STEM careers that you could find yourself enjoying. It's never too early to find your passion for learning and begin your STEM journey. So, in the description of this podcast, you will find a list of resources that may be helpful to you to begin your search for a new STEM passion. Good luck out there. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast.